You ready to go, Thelma? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> if I survive this, I'll survive anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I am way too excited to wait one more minute to welcome to the show our guest of honor, Thelma, with her daughter, Vivian, and her granddaughter, Cecilia. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Yes, thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes. It's a real honor for us to meet a woman who's been in the news for reaching her fifth degree black belt at the age of 90. And I'd like to know, what what do you like to be called? Do you like to be called Sensei Thelma or Thelma or Miss Thelma? What do you like best? Hey, you. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't call you late for dinner, right? That's right. (laughs) Well, we will probably call you Sensei because that's our habit. Yes. Would that be okay? That's okay with me. Awesome. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, guys, and welcome to an amazing interview. I am Sensei Michelle. And I'm Sensei Jackie, and we are not waiting another minute. All right, start us off, Sensei Jackie. Okay, Sensei Thelma, how did you get into karate, and when did you start? Well, now, I enrolled my son into a martial arts class and was interested in what I saw there. I soon joined, and that was approximately 48 years ago. Wow, that's amazing. And you've been in karate for 48 years now? Yes, ma'am. Wow. Now, if it's okay with your sensei, can you share with us the name of your style, what your teacher's name is, and kind of where you are in the Detroit area? All right, then. Uh, the style is Ishinru. It began in Okinawa after World War II. Mm-hmm. My sensei's name is Master Willie Adams, and it's in the Detroit area, but the area is Southfield at 11 Mile and Southfield Road. That's where our dojo is located. Hey, do me a favor and try to get uh, your teacher, Sensei Adams, to also do an interview with me. I'll ask him. Thanks. Oh, that would be great. Great. I'm just saying, might as well use my connection. (laughs) We're going to say, Sensei Thelma said. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be just fine. Just send your name and address. He's a very nice person. I'm sure he'll accommodate. Oh, cool. That'd be great. Well, do you remember your very first day you trained? Uh, As I said, it was about 48 years ago. The first day of training, what I remember that day was the level and intensity of training. The students seemed to enjoy learning and the discipline. It was a fun time. Wow. Were you the only adult in class or were there... Lots of adults and children. There were adults and children at the time. So the class was uh, designed to accommodate from the smallest we one up until geriatrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So you you were in a class with, say, children under the age of 10? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, very ma'am. cool. Now, when I started, they had the young teens and the adults together but not the little teeny guys. They were always st- separate. So that's very fun and interesting for me to know. And, and about how many people would be in the dojo at a time? It varied from 20 to 45. Ooh. Oh, big classes, though. That's very big. Big classes. So 
Do you remember the different levels of training? Did one of the levels of training and testing stand out? Not necessarily. Uh, the level of training, as I said, was from the smallest ones. The information given them were what their level of understanding could be. And as we got older, we got more. But uh, <laughs> as, as you get better at it, you're given more information. <laughs> exactly. And in a rush to, I got this, I got this. <laughs> you know? And the instructor probably said, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long before you tested for your black belt? Uh, I tested for my black belt April 5th. 1986. That was your first degree? Yes, ma'am. Okay, now, was that test super harder than the ones that you took as uh, under black belt, or it was about the same? No, uh, as as you progress into the system, you were challenged more because you should know more and probably take a little more stress. (laughs) Or a lot more stress on that showdown test, I'm sure. Okay, can I pause for a second, Thelma, in our interview with you, which is so wonderful, and say to Vivian, how how did you feel being the daughter watching all this? Oh, I'm honored that you all are taking the time to um, get to know my mom and being able to share that with the rest of the world. Uh, this, this is an honor for me to be a part of that. So, thank so you. are you older or younger than your brother? I'm younger than my brother. We have three brothers that are older than us and then there's me and then two sisters underneath me so it's six all together so was she already a karate person when you were born or did she join karate or do you even remember well i remember when she joined (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, i remember my dad was a little apprehensive about her (laughs) i said daddy you know you kind of got to loosen up and let her you know do this because this is exercise for her and then to help her with a lot of different things. And he was, I don't want to be in touch with her. And I had to kind of keep reiterating, Dad, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's like that, you know. <laughs> but then when she tested for a black belt, I'm like, oh, we're going to have to figure out some creative ways to get through this because she came in with some bumps and bruises here and there. Is that what you That's awesome, isn't it? Oh, that's a great, great story. So when you were in... Um, the dojo do you do kata or self-defense and sparring do you do all those things does your dojo do them first of all we do a good warm-up to get the joints moving then we go through an exercise of the hand movements the leg movements and then there is kata which is a fight of course you know against an imaginary foe. Opponent, yeah. yeah. So that was the the gist of what we learned. I love kata, do you? Yes, I really do. I really do. And it's been said so many times that especially kata is something that anyone can do at any age. And I've always respected that because even as we age and we continue to move in karate, we can adapt our moves to what the body feels like on that day. Don't you find that wonderful? That's true. There's a lot of times your body will say no when you want to say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Figure out what is alternative. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. 
I have a question for you that's not on my sheet, and I apologize that it's not on my sheet. What was your fifth degree promotion itself like? And and Cecilia, um, did you go to watch? Did all the family go to watch? We did watch uh, because she would... So, so you might not have been born. I was going to say, I don't think I was born. Yes. <laughs> no, not the showdown, the fifth degree, the one that just happened. Oh, yes. Oh, no. I may have been close to in labor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was expecting my third child. So <laughs> I've been kind of, I was this past summer, I've been kind of on bed rest most of the summer. Preparing for my third baby, but I do remember the um the interview and everything on yeah. the news. Yeah, and- yeah. So okay. Vivian, did you get to see the promotion? Our master level promotions are closed. We don't have spectators. Was yours open, Thelma? Did you guys have an audience? Like well, and one, two, three, four, up are all yeah. closed yes. events. They're all closed. I'll tell you this: my sensei is a very a teacher. And he really, I think he knows the hearts of his people because when I tested, I didn't know I was being tested. He merely told one of the more seasoned men to take Thelma in the back and let her show you the kata. He did. And I did. When it was all over, I walked out and Master Adam said, oh, you just passed. <laughs> oh my. Yes, that was you don't have the nervousness of. And he told me I would have frozen up and not remembered my name, address, or anything else. I can imagine that. Oh my goodness. Yes, what a surprise. Was the promotion the same night or a different night? No, it was uh it was on a training night. The lesser cues were in the front training and I'm in the back doing what I did. That is so cool. Okay, do you have another question about training or are we going to go on to weapons? Let's ask about some weapons. Does your dojo do weapons? Yes, we do. We have the bow, which is the long stick, the side, which are uh, three-pronged stabbing instruments, and the tofan and nunchucks and anything. But... <laughs> Now, those are almost exactly the same weapons we have. Yes. So, obviously, we have favorites. Do you have a favorite? Yes, my favorite is the bow. Oh. I'll tell you why. You might know that it was an instrument for farmers to dig in the ground to plant the rice. And when the enemy would come, well, that digging instrument became a whack up beside your head. (laughs) (laughs) I love that sentence. Yes, yeah, so a whack up inside your head. That's right. So. Our students are going to love that idea. Yes, I love a bow, but I I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite because I I think I really like nunchucks, which was also, as you know, a farming tool. How about you, Sensei Jackie? I do like nunchucks, and I always wanted to be able to carry more than one weapon at a time. So if you could carry a bow in one hand and wear your nunchucks in your belt. Yeah. You'd be okay with whoever came as a, a bad guy. That was funny. Yeah, that was <laughs> Hey, have you ever been able to talk any of your family members into going back to the dojo and trying it out? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, listen to him. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, Cecilia. Uh, 
Now I guess I can tell my story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I had to be, what, maybe like 10, between 10 to 12 years of age. And my dad and my mom decided to sign me up for martial arts. Don't ask me what kind of martial arts it was. All I know is we were day one in the class and I was terrified. <laughs> like, wow. Kids are tough. They're rough. And this is not who I am. And I already changed maybe two or three different sports. So now they had told me I had to stick with what I was doing That's or I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll stick with it. And so it was about, um, I'll say maybe like March, end of March, beginning of April. So my birthday is April 12th. And this one particular night of class, they beat this boy down so bad talking about birthday. Wow. All I could think about was my birthday like three days. <laughs> so bad. I found every excuse to not go back. And I, I never turned around. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that story, but that was not your dojo, was it, Thelma? <laughs> no, I can't even recall where that dojo I was, but it wasn't for me. So <laughs> I just recently... um asked my daughter she does soccer in the spring and so this year she got an option between soccer or karate and so she decided she wants to do both and her explanation was because she needs to know how to defend herself so surprise surprise girl (laughs) that's really cool that's a smart little girl Yes, they did teach Fred and Taylor for a moment. I, did. I, I taught my grandchildren. Yes, one in particular. He should be nameless, but it's William. <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. He got whacked, and he said, "That's it." <laughs> no more. Yeah. How many grandchildren do you have? Yeah, seven. Grandchildren and 13 great grandchildren. Wow. I bet when you guys get together, it's a riot. Yes, <laughs> we love it. But it's still difficult to try and get everybody together one time. So they kind of do it in, in shifts. You know, they come in, they leave, the next shift comes in and they leave. But we enjoy it. I want to go back, Thelma, to your dojo and the training. In no specific senseis mentioned or anything, do you have any memories of training that was, as Cecilia was mentioning, too rough to be productive? Like, I actually have those memories from when I started. And so, no um, sensei and the more seasoned black belts knew when a particular underling had had enough. It never got to that point. Good. teaching. And then again, too, as you might know, karate is more head stuff than (laughs) feet and legs because thinking has brought us out of a lot of sticky situations. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that because you are so right. Before we get, well, let's stay there for a minute. You know, each training hall and each style has its own philosophies. They're all basically the same. But do you have a favorite saying that your teacher says all the time or that you like to say as a teacher all the time that kind of um, sums up the philosophies of your school? I don't know. There's so many lessons taught. But one thing that uh, our sensei says quite often, try to avoid a confrontation if you can't. Back away if you can. Apologize. Get out of the way. But if you see you are threatened and you have no recourse, you must 
protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, you know more than the average street person. Use just enough force to get danger away from you. If you use more than that, then you're no better than the thug that started the mess. Well, so. I love that. I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> yeah. He's- our minds are very similar. So that's going to be a wonderful thing. And you said it very, very well. And it's a perfect segue into my next question, which is, do you actually bring up within your training in your dojo, certain self-defense techniques, like you're blocking with an elbow or you're defending against a knife or any specific techniques? Do you guys do those? Well, we have lots of techniques. Yeah, I figured, but I didn't want to be pushy. Yeah, (laughs) So now, do you have a favorite? Oh, man, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) The favorite is if you're confronted, push the opponent out of the way. If you get him out of the way fast enough, you can do the arm and hammer up under the stomach. Oh, Oh, I like that one. Okay, folks, I just wanted you to know she was showing it. As she was telling it, and I'll try to pull a little picture of her giving him that right cross, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Vivian, does Thelma ever give you guys some hints on self-defense? Always. Always. Ah, good women. Yes, yes. She. That's, I think, part of just her mothering instinct to just, you know, always be aware of your surroundings and make sure that you can take care of yourselves. And, and more importantly, don't put yourself in harm's way by doing stuff that, you know, is counterproductive to what you need for that moment. She's so. giving you some great advice, right? Right. It's but, interesting then that you think that that's mothering advice, but that's mothering advice from a sensei. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think all mothers say that. Well, if you're a person who trains that all the time, then it's in your head all the time. Yeah, Would you yeah. agree with that, Thelma? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, Sensei Jackie's going to throw out you a question. Okay, I'm going to uh, try and find out if people who haven't tried karate and you meet them, what would be a reason that you would tell somebody, give it a try? Physical exercise is good for your body and also, also for your mind. And uh, actually, after working out, you're calm, you're sort of laid back and you're not whatever problems you have you you leave it at the dojo <laughs> door before you get in so as we get in there we don't have attitudes everybody's there to learn and and learn from one another what fascinates me about everything that you've said is that i think that our senses have said almost exactly the same thing to us and how similar our styles are Ishinru, is that Okinawan style originally? Yes. Uh-huh. And we're Goju, which is also an Okinawan style. Originally, we're that's... obviously an Americanized version. Wow. I see. Okay. Yes. So that's really cool. I thought that was really cool, too. But here's how I always like to finish an interview. Do you have one favorite story from your training? Like one of my favorite stories is the first time I ever had to put on gloves and fight my sensei and you know what i said to him you're gonna kill me aren't you (laughs) (laughs) and you know what he said he punched me on the shoulder which he did a million times in our years together and he said oh come on honey (laughs) (laughs) 
And then he just said, put your hands up. It was so bizarre and scary. Do you want to think for a minute or do you you know your favorite karate memory? I would like to share with you ladies. I was given the task during a class to teach a little boy the proper way to kick. Our system is to raise your foot above your knee, execute the kick, come back to your knee with good control, set your foot down. So I was telling this little fella, and he was all in. All of a sudden, he jumped down to his knees, and he kept twiddling with his toes. And I said, what are you doing? I'm trying to fix my feet like you. I had never <laughs> deformity. <laughs> and he said, so I can kick like you. <laughs> so all I have to say to that is, if you're a teacher, be very careful what you tell your students. I love that. That is so true, though, right? Oh, my goodness. And the, the students will notice everything. all right so here's my last question then is for vivian and cecilia in any kind of scale that you would like to share with me how so proud are you of your mom extremely proud i can just remember a lot of times back when she was doing a lot of sparring and kumite and for competitions and things that you know she would get really nervous and I'm like don't worry about it you got this you got this we gotta go and we were sitting you know in, in the stands and cheer her on and just be so proud of her it's funny all the neighborhood kids that we grew up with <laughs> they, they refer to her as quick kick <laughs> oh that's good you know, and then we call my dad. He used to be in the. Um, he wanted to be in the military, so he, they was call him GI Joe. So they would always wager a bet. Who you think gonna win? Quick kick or GI Joe? Who? Gonna, and I'm like, y'all better shut up. So it was always that thing growing up with all of my friends. But they they were enamored of my mom and admired what my mom and dad did because they were truly like the community family, and everybody always wanted to come to our house, and we always had room for neighbors. And mom and dad were always gracious. But they were always teaching and and training all of the time, whether it was karate or just life skills and different things. I remember my girlfriend threw some paper down and my mom had us all go out and clean up. I'm like, why am I cleaning up paper? I didn't throw anything. (laughs) (laughs) All those memories and all those things, we appreciate those skills because it helped us become better citizens and better adults. What an incredible tribute to this lady. Yes. Yes. And to living your life to the fullest. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. I cannot thank you enough, all three of you, for taking your time to talk to us. What a wonderful time we've had. This is the best. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. We just have to keep in touch just because I think we've established a friendship here. Yes. I think so, too. I agree. Now I want to come to Michigan. Oh, in the summer. (laughs) Well, spring or fall, really. (laughs) And it's on that note that we have to do contact information. If you want to reach us, reach us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo or on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And guys, we're going to put our ads at the end. So after you hear Sensei J's voice, if you need that number for Honor Athletics or you want to know how to support the show, stay on and hear that information. Thank you. Thelma, I'd like you to help us close this episode out by saying we're signing off. We are signing off. It's been an honor. An honor for us.
See you next week, everybody. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations. As we end today's show, we obviously want to thank our sponsor, Honor Athletics. Of course. (laughs) Reach them at honorathletics.com or go down and click her link in the show notes. Or you can call her at 770-945-5150. And don't forget, mention Wildcat Dojo as you check out for your 10% discount. Thanks, Cynthia. And thank you guys for supporting her. And I now have at the bottom of the podcast, a click where you can support the show individually with a couple of dollars. And boy, wouldn't we appreciate that. You know it. Just click that link.